Shane McMahon is in charge. Yes. Even though he lost at WrestleMania? Yeah. 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 Weird? Uh, that weird. Whole, yeah. Uh, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, where comedians talk about their love for professional wrestling and just about professional wrestling. Every week, I have an awesome guest from the comedy, uh, I can't speak, the comedy community who is also a wrestling fan, and this week is no different. Here, I have a very funny guy, Mike Carlson, who's a really funny comedian and does a lot of comedy stuff. We don't care about that because we only care about professional wrestling here. That's right. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? How you feeling about the reign of Shane McMahon? Uh, it's pretty good. Like, it's the last two have been, like, some of the best Raws in years, which doesn't necessarily say anything great about them, but they are, like, pretty entertaining shows because the quality yeah. of Raw in the last couple of years especially. Yeah. Woo. This yeah. Raw seemed to be one of the best Raws in a lot I can't remember. <laughs> one of the most important Raws. And you know how I knew it was going to be really good? How? Because I didn't go. Uh -huh. And it was at the Staples Center, and I was like, look, I could probably pull some kind of string here and get a ticket, but I was like, look, last weekend, I went to NXT. I went to WrestleMania. Yeah. Then I went to Raw last week. That's three wrestling shows in one weekend. It's too much. And I flew to those shows. I was like, all right, you know what? I could, I could, I could sit back. And then you said to me, I was talking to you about being on the podcast, right. you were like, yeah, but what if Bullet Club shows up? And I was like, and <laughs> get, of course they're showing up. And they did. They showed up. It, uh, they didn't show up in, like, a spectacular fashion, no. though, because, like, if they had no, fully... No, because that's what WWE does. Right. They sort of just showed up. People went, oh, there's those guys, and then yeah. that was it. Um, but if they had done the full, like, Bullet Club guys joining with AJ yeah, or like something... Yeah, face paint. Yeah, then I would be really disappointed, I think, that yeah, I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go yeah. either, so I'm also... But that would have been great. That would have been a great show to see. Definitely. But, yeah. Uh, but it's okay. It was still fun. It's still fun to watch from home. Again. Yes. H, the high definition. I also have high definition have television. High de do you have high definition technology? Yeah, I do. Alexis, yes. do you have high definition technology? Alexis on the board. She does not? You do not? Really? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, you do. All right. She's, she's playing it cool. With us. Yeah, cool. So, I mean, so Shane is in charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of I Raw, guess. Which it's so, it is, I mean, it's worth talking about. It is yes. kind of like. That's a major stipulation of WrestleMania was that if he lost, mm -hmm. he does not have control of Raw. But then they said due to social media support. <laughs> it's just the popularity of him on social media, which they didn't even try to make a fake number of been like, well, it's his like a tweet of his got retweeted like a million times or anything. It was like yeah. due to popularity on social media, Shane is running the show again. You know, like, I mean, that speaks to sort of what I've always heard about Vince, where it's like. Vince doesn't give a shit about storylines. And he continuity. Continuity. And it's the biggest flaw in professional wrestling. hundred percent. That this nothing makes sense. The stipulations don't matter at all. And Vince McMahon, it's kind of so on character for him. It's kind of awesome that he's like, look at you. You're going to keep watching. And you're going to uh -huh. keep even buying into these stories constantly. Like, you're going to be like, you know, like a, like a, I don't know, like a, a princess, like chasing after love. Like, you know, like you're going <laughs> to yeah. always... Like this, you're like a Sex in the City girl or something. You're just chasing it. Like I, yeah. He's just like I've got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I right? Got, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. You're, you're we always are gonna watch wrestling, and yes. they're they're right. They shouldn't play to us. They shouldn't play to us. No, smart, they shouldn't. Smart fans, because we don't go anywhere. Right. We're in our thirties. We're still doing this mm -hmm. shit. Well, I'm speaking for myself. I'm in my. I'm 30s. in my thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is life. We bumped we're into in. each other at a commercial audition. We talked about Brock Lesnar's traps. 
<laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. Then we bumped into each other at the callback for the same commercial. Yep. And we're still talking about Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about Dean Ambrose uh, pants, his fake oh, uh, jeans. The jeggings? Yeah. Yeah. His jeggings? You hate them, I know. Oh, I hate Or it. you did at the time. I, I hate him. I you hate don't. Him. I remember you told me you didn't like it because it didn't seem like he was a professional guy. Like you wanted a guy who who seemed like yeah. he was in the locker room and dressed for wrestling, and he seems like he doesn't care because yeah, he's I, I, to, look, uh, yeah, look, man, have you talked oh. talked about this on the show before? It's the only thing I talk about. <laughs> it's the only thing I care about. You got to dress like a professional wrestler if you are a professional wrestler. Roman Reigns, I was at WrestleMania. My voice is still not recovered. The fans of the show can tell that this is a, this is a mm-hmm. this is a damaged voice. That I I was screaming. First off, the Main event of WrestleMania was so yeah silent yeah because it was just so boring that like I, when I was screaming I thought Roman Reigns could hear me which is <laughs> so irrational because this is a hundred thousand person arena right. there's no chance but it was so silent I was just kept being like dress like a wrestler like I just kept telling him that is, was my biggest gripe that's your biggest gripe with Roman no <laughs> it's not my biggest gripe. Oh, but it's one of my biggest gripes in wrestling uh-huh. it's like I, I say that John Cena is where I draw the line all right. Because he has the physique up top where I'm like, all right, you want to wear jean shorts and the sneakers? Fine. But, but So you're a traditionalist is really what it gets down to, I guess, well, when it's you're ridiculous. talking about So gear. how come a guy like Randy Orton who stays in great shape is wearing the undies who looks like a wrestler? And then these other guys could just, like, dress like they're uh, in their most comfortable state. But it's their it's their character. It's an extension of their character, you know? Like, Randy Orton is like a yeah. bodybuilder. He's an Adonis. And Cena wears jean shorts. Because he was a rapper. Because he was a rapper. And yeah. Dean Ambrose is so crazy, he just didn't even think about bringing his trunks. Like, right. he has jeans. Anyway, wait, uh, so <laughs> what were we saying? We're talking about, oh, yeah, Dean Ambrose. Right, right. So, the thing, I mean, Dean Ambrose, look, I could probably get past the, the jeans. Yeah. At some point. I could probably get past the fact that he doesn't, he's not, you know, he's wearing the the, the wife beater. Mm-hmm. But he's just character in general is like doesn't well, work for me in any way. I don't think he's a great wrestler. You disagree? Well I, well, I think he's a really good worker. I I don't know that he's got like the all around skills of a guy like Cesaro or Sami Zayn or Daniel Bryan. But I yeah. feel like he's a really good like that. Tri- I know Triple H had a lot to do with it, but that Triple H match at Roadblock to me showed like yeah. this is what a good Dean Ambrose main event looks like, and it doesn't necessarily maybe have like it's not like a fully yeah fleshed out thing but it had drama like he has moves he has a comeback like he has like that like and uh I the flippy who, do the thing well the, the flippy, flippy yeah what is that does, called i don't know what that's called it's Isn't not called funk thing right funk invented that i believe terry funk yeah it's, it, it's probably i think terry <laughs> i don't funk know invented that seems like an homage to funk or something uh but that's another thing about ambrose right now is that he is like all right so leading up to wrestlemania he like veered into this hardcore area where yeah. he's like i'm gonna be like a hardcore wrestler but he's not really doing that either. But this is the book. Like, this is, I think, the booking killing him because he, yeah, he. I'm just getting really excited about that feud. I thought that was some of the, the best Lesner stuff on the Ambrose? show. The Lesnar-Ambrose I thought stuff. that might be, like, the show-stealing yes, match. 100%. And it was the at, And I, as a man who was at WrestleMania, so you can't argue with me, it was very disappointing. I, I we think everyone agrees it was very disappointing. It felt super short. It was a Lesnar squash match, which we knew Lesnar was going to win. Everyone right. knew Lesnar was going to win that match. But, but it was, was about the fashion he was going to win, the finesse of that storytelling, which is that le- you, we wanted to see Ambrose is resilient as fuck. 
That's what the whole storyline was about. That's the whole thing leading up to it was like, Dean is a crazy man, and he can get back up from anything. First of all, there was an erotic thing between the two of them, and I'm not even being funny. Like, there was definitely, there was, like, something going on between the two of them that, like, had an extra bit of, like, like, uh, intensity that I hadn't seen. Like, like, Lesnar really liked him from, like, like, keep coming back and, like, trying to hurt himself, like, hurt Lesnar. Yeah, it also feels like if Lesnar came out on Monday and shook Ambrose's hand, I would have been like, that makes sense. Yeah, right. He's like, yo, I, you know what? I respect you. But instead, they did that with the Vince and Shane storyline, right. where they're like, oh, all right, there's no problem here. Because you fall off the cage, I'm going to, and social media likes you, I'm going to throw out that stipulation that you tried to steal my entire company. Ugh. Yeah, it's horrible. Make, it's horrible. It's horrible. The last thing I'll say about Lesnar Ambrose is, it felt like the first 12 minutes of the match, and then the match ended. There needed to be eight minutes of, like, Barbed wire. They're both bleeding just from the head, like going. This yeah, is did you incredible. see Ambrose kissing the bat? Yes, he kiss. He starts kissing the barbed wire, and then I'm like, oh, awesome! He's gonna cut himself open, and yeah. then there was no blood. He had like a little bit of like he had like a little kid scrape on his shoulder. If you use the gun, if you introduce a gun in Act One, you got to use the gun in Act Three. That's like basic check movie off shit gun stuff. Yes, basic Chekhov's gun, and they didn't use any of it. They didn't get to use the chainsaw. Obviously, he's not gonna cut the guy's arm off. But yeah. They didn't get any. There was nothing with the blade. There was no. There was no blood at all, which is crazy in a street fight. It's crazy. No, it's crazy. Also, they stayed in the ring the whole time, which is also like, wh- why? Why not? Do take it to the streets. You take it to the streets. And do also, something. when you think Ambrose, like, I mean, th- that was one of the biggest missed, missed opportunities in wrestling history. And the reason that I that I can remember, and the reason that I say that is because there's most of the time they're screwing it up. So you're like, it's not even an opportunity. This was something they did right. And then the execution was off. Was poor, yeah. Yeah, which is the last time I remember where I'm like, this is awesome, and then the execution is bad, was CM Punk leaving with the belt. Oh, yeah. you're like, this is awesome, and then he came yeah. back so fast. Two weeks later. And he didn't wrestle in Ring of Honor. Like, he didn't do any of the cool stuff that he said he was going to do. I know. That, that feels similar to this. Yeah, it was just the biggest letdown. Like, your, my imagination and I think all of our imaginations were running wild with, like, what yeah, this th- match could possibly oh, be. I, I, I was, like, fantasy booking it like crazy, like, uh-huh. the night before. Uh, I was like, oh, what if Ambrose runs all the way up the ramp and is, like, tempting Lesnar outside <laughs> of the ring? Because he's like, in the ring, I can't beat you. But like, come to the back, right? And then Lesnar's like, you know, and Paul Heyman's like, don't go, stay, keep it in the ring. And then he goes, and then he's got a whole contraption like luring the beast. <laughs> I was like, oh, that'll be awesome. He did literally none of it. None of it. He took one F five. Even though one of his coolest lines was like, I thought the F five supposed to hurt, but it was right. like, oh, it did hurt. It hurt a lot. Yeah, and he beat him. And it was like on chairs, but you're like, well, look, a guy's about to jump off of the hell in the cell, like right. getting an F five onto a some chairs for WrestleMania. Like it could have been, yeah. it could have well, been the whatever. Triple H Foley match from like Royal Rumble, where Triple H sort of made himself by like kind of putting in a crazy performance. Yeah. But then either he didn't have to win, but like it could have been something like that. Yeah. Where I remember just being like, my stomach was sick from the brutality of that match with yeah. the tacks and everything. This was nothing. It was the biggest yeah, was, letdown. But so, all right, so let's get to the positive, right? Sure. Which is that Shane is running Raw, which is actually a positive. It is. <laughs> it yeah. actually is feels really awesome. Shane is great. And I'm happy to see him there. It is the outcome that I did want. Right. You know, it is the outcome, but I didn't want it to be like, all right, well, we'll have Undertaker win, but we'll just for no reason have Shane. In, like, it's insulting to my intelligence what yeah. it is. But, hey, Shane is right. I mean, Vince is right. The outcome, I'm going to be cool with the outcome. Even if they don't, if they want to short the storytelling, they don't care about the integrity of that. Maybe they're right. It is professional wrestling after all. So Shane's in charge, and he's making some awesome choices. And most of his choices are really cool because... They're taking all the wrestlers that we all like right. and putting them in the main event slots <laughs> that they deserve. 
Yeah, it's just like Indie Fest. It's just yeah, it's indie, indie Wrestler Fest. Fest. That's right. We're in On indie Raw. Fest. It's crazy. Yeah. Who's your favorite one of these guys that I'm talking about? I'm, you know what I'm talking about. The crew. It's yeah, the, yeah. Cesaro's, the Owens, the Zanes, the I, AJ Lee. Uh, not AJ not Lee. Not AJ Lee. Yeah, well, you know, let's, let's put her in there. She's in there, though. Let's I like put her, her in there. You know, uh, AJ Styles. Uh, I'm a Sammy guy because I yeah. Sammy is like my avatar. I've realized this. This is a thing that I believe now is that if I had pursued professional wrestling, which was never really yeah. a strong consideration, but he's like my age. He's like 31 or 32 years old. Is he your he, avatar on social media? No, not. Oh. I mean, I haven't gone that far with it, but gotta get there, man. He his like move set is what yeah. I like. I would have probably had a similar move set where there'd be a couple flying moves. He's like sort of my height. It's probably what I would look like if I ever worked out a day in my life. <laughs> so like, I really like him. This I like a, you know this is audio form. You, you can pretend I could have acted you like just spooked Cesaro like, I'm was Jack, my guy. I'm like six five, <laughs> two fifty. Yeah, all, look, all, all the way to my shoulders. I'm, my waist is twenty six. Twenty six. Very inches, honest though. Right? I can't. I Alexis, can't even can lie. Uh, audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, yeah, a can of biscuits, a tall can of yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Pillsbury. But uh, yeah, so you say you would look like Sammy. If I you think so. Like I think I look so. Like I saw him, and I'd be like, "Oh man, this is the guy. Like this is my guy." And like he's, I love the underdog thing. I love like the good guy underdog. Yeah. Like always, like just trying to claw and scrape his way. So yeah, he's my guy. Are uh, you? Did you watch him when he was El Generico? Yeah, I had never You're, seen him live. I started going to PWG a little bit after that. Right, after right, he right. had so but I saw Owens a lot, Steen a lot. And, yeah, but you're even more of an indie guy than I am. Although I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to get it. You got all the people coming on this podcast are getting me into it. I'm going to Lucha Underground taping oh, in yeah, a couple yeah. weeks. It's great. You've probably been to those, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to that. Someone got me uh, some free tickets for that, so I was pumped about that. And then I'm gonna go to PWG. I have to. And I'm going to Hood Slam in June June. Oh, I'm really? Going up to Oakland. Yeah. Wow. That should so, be fun, right? Yeah, it should be really cool. But so uh, Sammy Zane, I'm so happy he doesn't wear a mask. Yeah, I mean they made the right call with it because the Generico thing is a funny gimmick. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, he's just going to become. But he's main event caliber guy in the mask. There's only been one guy in a mask, right? To be a main event guy, and his gimmick was that I mean, he wasn't. You count Vader, he's probably main evented something. And like that, Vader at least has like a fully mask where you like talk. Yeah. Like his whole thing yeah, was he fully. really didn't like talk or have a personality, right? Like, his it's just Rey Mysterio, and that's. A heritage thing right and then his thing was actually kind of i don't know not racist but it was uh <laughs> it was like definitely goofing uh-huh. on that but yeah so he's awesome and his whole he just works so hard i've said on podcast a million times i was like sammy Zayn when he debuts he should go right to the top right and, and he is kind seems, of yeah he really is like he had a great match with cena he got hurt unfortunately but now he's in the mix so he's, and that- he's in the mix of main event it has to do with nakamura but quickly on that nxt that nakamura match is maybe okay. the match of the year. This is I, where we're gonna butt heads. I, we are going to because I watched it in awe. I was just so excited about oh, it. Oh man, I, I'm 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 sad you brought it up this early. I'm Look, so sorry. here's my deal. No, the match was great. I was there. Yeah, I sat very close to the ring. I had really we were this arena they had it in was so bad. Uh, the K Bailey Hutchinson, the K Bailey <laughs> Hutchinson Bailey arena, Hutchinson. and also like Garden, right. whatever that place was. The place kind of stunk uh-huh. because they had this. I mean, this, this was infuriating. We got we were like. Floor level, mm-hmm. but they did this thing where we were like, okay, so we're not, we're not. Uh, how do I describe this? We're not perpendicular with the ring, right? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you're at like an angle, sort of. So yeah. we're at an angle, but the seats aren't angled, so we're still facing oh, the yes, ring. Yes, yes. But we're looking at the fans, right? And we have to just shift to in tilt. our seats. So we had four seats in a row yeah, that horrible. are not facing the ring, and we these are like five hundred dollar floor seats. Right. You know what I mean? And you're uh, <laughs> that, like, we stupidly bought, like, morons. That, and 
And we were like, so we didn't get a great view, and there's not great screens because it's NXT, which they want to keep, like, right. indie. Right. So we didn't get the best view of this match. And obviously, Sami Zayn performed great. Nakamura, I'm not sold on. Oh, that's crazy. And everyone's <laughs> telling me I'm the greatest. Crazy. I'm so, I what was so. What does he steal? Like, what? Look, I know I'm gonna be wrong. I'm always <laughs> I'm always wrong about these guys, and I trust you guys. But he to me, it felt like he was like half-assing, uh, like a an effeminate Michael Jackson gimmick. But it was very half-assed, and his costume was his pants fit terribly. I'm he very into the aesthetic. Pants. We've been to this. Yeah. His pants, Lexus, you would not be as a woman. You would not be attracted to these pants at all. Can I bring the pants up on my phone while They're we keep talking? Yeah, show show them to her. Uh, these are like yeah. loose. They're like loose, they're loose leathery patent leather. Type. Like they look like cheap red leather pants that like were not they were not uh form fitting in, in, in any way. They were test they were <laughs> test. They were no, that's ask. a good point. I mean, I feel like tests were a little bigger, but I could be wrong. Test, the only time he got good in his career is when he s- switched to the undies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm I come from a place where I'm like, you want to be a main inventor, you gotta look like a main inventor, you gotta put on the undies. Now, if you're like an indie guy, it's fine, but like Roman Reigns is no excuse. Well, I'm trying to. These are like people made statues of him. Here we go. Here are his pants. They're not that loose in that picture. Maybe he had like an extra loose pair. I don't like him. Also, his moves, his good moves were very few and far between. I felt like in that match, and this is like your marquee first match, where like Kevin Owens' first match in WB was like he came out hot. You know, she doesn't like the pants. He's got a lot of moves, but he doesn't do a lot of them. It's mostly like strikes, which I like. I like a different style. Great to me. I the think pants look, we're not selling the strikes. You watched, There's a lot of knee strikes. Did you watch it back, though? I did. It was better on rewatch. It's great on rewatch. <laughs> and they hurt. It looks like he's jacking him in the head with his knees. See, okay, so, so he, you're saying he's a, he shoots, right? Like, so he's, A little bit, yeah. Right. So that's something I don't care about. But I'm glad that you... Like, I'm interested. I don't care. Like, it's just like, look... All right, so Shaman Man got a lot of crap for his punches being, like, really weak. Yes. And How they, do you feel about that? They do look a little weak. Here's yeah. what I here's what I don't care because stylistically they're all fake punches when yes. it comes down to it. I'm like that's the way he punches. Like I like wrestling from a marquee standpoint of like, oh that's cool, that's his move set. He does like a little shaft jabs and that's how he gets across. I've heard like people complain about uh, Ambrose's jabs and stuff. I, that doesn't bother me. But Shane's like, I think there's like a weird like circular kind of like Wiley e. Coyote or Looney Tunes kind of yeah. motion that he does that is a little weird and especially against Undertaker. Yeah. So like I get that criticism, but also I don't really care. Fine. I get if you're right. I don't care. I get if you don't like like it because you're like it doesn't look cool. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. What looks cool. Right. With with, with Nakamura, I was like some of his stuff. It's like oh, it looks like he's hitting him. I was like, well, I'd rather see some cooler moves. Like I'm not like oh, those punches look good, so you can do that. It still felt like boring to me. I I think I like first of all I I buy his whatever you half ass whatever. Well, the strong style, but like his whole charisma Queen thing. Of soft style. I love. <laughs> Very insulting to to Mr. Nakamura. Uh, I watched the, pay, the the New Japan pay per view last year, and I was I was sold before I saw the guy wrestle. Is that him versus AJ? Uh, no, oh, no, he was. I forget. Yeah, that was later. Yeah, uh, I forget the guy's name. It was for like their Intercontinental Belt. Um, yeah, but I Japanese guy, and it was not. Jim Rawell. He's a mix of Freddie Mercury and what, Michael Jackson, and blah blah blah. And I, but he's barely any of that. But he's not either That's of those thing. things. He doesn't do any of that. Like I expect him to come out. Way more. If you telling me he's Freddie Mercury, Michael Jackson, that sounds awesome to me. But <laughs> show me that. Seems like it, you know. So I'm just not sold in. I know I'm gonna come around. Look, I call it right now. I'm gonna come around. But I was not that into him. The match was good. The well, rewatch it. It was way better than the audience. Where I was the audience lifts that match too, because the audience I feel like is always the the extra star factor between a five, like four and five star match, and the audience was jacked, which was great. Yeah. I buy his whole charisma. I buy his whole persona. 
So almost I feel like that carries him through when he's not just doing these cool indie moves. He has cool moves, and he has other cool moves that he didn't even do in that match. But, like, I was just so excited to see him and the energy of that place. I, I, I like him wrestling sort of different. I like him not doing, because that's what all the indie guys do, and I love it. But, like, yeah. it is, I like that he's not just wrestling with just cool move after cool move. He's sort of doing a more grounded, weird, not weird, but, like, grounded, like, strikey style. Yeah, sure. But, like, someone like Samoa Joe, I was saying, works He's like he, can, my favorite he was doing both, yeah. Move set wise, right now. When I watch him, I'm like, this is entertaining to me. A lot of power moves, and I don't know. What, I I'm think not- you got to buy into him before, like, you got to really buy into him being sort of like this weird, charismatic uh, enigma to use Jeff Hardy. Yeah, name. I mean, the last charismatic enigma was that couldn't have been a worse nickname for a guy. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Hardy is the charisma nickname. of like a toad. Like <laughs> he's like, yes, <laughs> he's not charismatic. Uh, the most interesting thing about him is when they were like started bringing his drug use into the storyline. When <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that's uh, but anytime they bring in realness, it works the best. Cool. So yeah, I mean, we'll see where Shinsuke right. goes, but he, I, you know, I'd like to see him cut a promo. I know that's not going to be easy for him. I don't think he needs to do it. Oh my god, you were talking about this. With Wrestling pro- is yeah. one on the mic. Wrestling I, is all about mic work. I think rest, the mic work, I've, absolutely, it's, you're, you're right about it, but I think that that's, like, what maybe elevates a guy mainstream versus just, like, fans, like, wrestling fans love him. Yeah. Like, Nakamura's probably never going to be, never. I'll say it, he will never be Steve Austin or The Rock, but I believe he can get well, yeah. to the top of, like, your wrestling fans list of guys that he likes without mic work. Yeah, I guess in my head I see him as IC Max. Ma- IC title. <sighs> I feel like he can be world champion. Wow. I just don't. Th- I don't think he can be. I don't think it'll be just, long. You know, there's only one title now. They've been yes, they've I do bound know that. together by I Randy he, Orton. I think he can be. I don't know how long it's going to last because they want a guy who goes on whatever Re- uh, Regis. I was going to say yeah. Kelly and Michael and whatever to talk in the Today Show. So it probably wouldn't last long. I feel like he could get it towards the end of his career, maybe as like a oh you. You're yeah. really great. You uh, although it. I would love to see him on like Regis and I, Kelly. I would love it too. Just if he came out like He's, dancing. He was. <laughs> did you see the video of him at uh, Titan Tower where he has like the nice suit on and he's meeting Vince and stuff? They posted no. it a couple of weeks ago, and like Triple H is like, "Oh yeah, he was just big, so great. See, you come here, like so happy to see you." And he just goes, "Okay." And that's what that's he it. said. That's what he says. He just seems like real shy and weird, and he just went, "Okay." And he like, he does he go to nodded. the gym? He also is not. Is he's, he's not in, in good shape? He's in good shape for like a human being. He's not jacked. He's not. I'm in better shape out. than Shinsuke. <laughs> I would call like, it right now. Can we put that up like a comparison of yeah. that? Yeah. I'm better I mean, you're in good Shinsuke. shape. I'm yeah. not saying you're Thanks, not. Bro. I'm just saying. Yeah, I Nakamura. squat more than Shinsuke. Put it on. Let's put that out. For put the it record. on. Put it right, on so, Twitter. So anyway, so, so yeah. Sammy. So, so we were talking about Sammy. We were talking about Sammy. I mean, Sammy. So Sammy had a match uh, against. Uh, uh, AJ. AJ. Yeah. And AJ beat him. Yeah. It was a great. I, the audience is a little weird for this. Did you notice that? No. They were a little quiet. They were quiet for AJ. The they went nuts thing. for for the Bullet Club. Yeah, they went nuts for that. But like, it seemed like some people were speculating that they didn't know who to cheer for because like both these guys. But I felt like it was they were that match was great last it was night. Two faces. Well, who cares? I don't. I, I don't think you should book so much like when it's not a pay per view. It shouldn't. We shouldn't. Yeah, I don't care. That. Yeah, that you doesn't know? bother me. I just no. felt like the audience wasn't giving it the love it deserved because I thought it was great. Yeah, but I think also the the. Look, who's in who's in that arena? Last time I was in Staples Center sure. was for Hell in the Cell. Yeah, me okay? too. And uh, it was a lot of Roman Reigns fans in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who do you get when you're going to a big arena like Staples Center? Yeah, a lot of kids. A, you know, you're not going to get people who like, that's like a marquee indie matchup. That's AJ Styles, who's like the 
who's, you know, TNA darling. Right. Who no one ever thought would be in WWE, who Vince was like, for years, being like, this guy's not good enough for us. Yeah, and, you know, and Sammy, who's a relatively new guy to Sammy's the general a new, audience. who's a new guy. Like, they're not even screaming the let's go's yet. Well, right. You know, in his song, where it's like, uh-huh. let's go. You know, that, that's another thing that bothers me, because it's so catchy. It's I, so catchy. Yeah, it's so, it's, that song's amazing. Yeah, it's that great. is like the best entrance song. It's like because it's like nothing. Nobody else has a song similar on the roster too. So no. it like really makes him separate from everybody else. Yeah. So there, you know, a match like that is the guys who are doing a lot of moves that are like they're both like great technicians, and AJ's yeah. like a big springboard guy. Does a lot of really cool stuff. I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think you're gonna get fans enough fans to, for an arena that size where they're you're gonna feel that energy yet. And these guys are starting to their ascent, which is what's awesome. Right. I mean, oh, and Owens and Cesaro have been around a lot longer, but that audience seemed a little more jacked for that match. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense because they've Cesaro's been around Cesaro's been pretty over with this crowd because of his, like, Tyson and yeah. Cesaro stuff. Yeah. So AJ won, but it's cool because AJ, that was a good setup if it would be a triple threat, Reigns. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that it's going Reigns-AJ. Yeah. that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I mean, look, Roman, make no mistake about it. Roman is a pretty good worker. He's a pretty I good know. wrestler. Like, he doesn't, the hate is ends up, it's like it's leftover hate. This is the best Roman Reigns we've seen since The Shield. Yes. Which is, which is a bummer because it's still not very good. <laughs> right. Because he has this really awesome catchphrase, which is like, I'm not a good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm the guy. Right. Which is perfect. It's a perfect way to sum up Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. But then in classic Roman Reigns fashion, he's buried that catchphrase in two shows. Yeah. He repeat. He said it on Raw, and it seemed really cool. I was there. I remember just being like, "That's the best thing he could say." Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, "It's true. I'm the I'm the best guy here. Like, whether you like it or not." And look, I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna curse you out. I'm not like Sheamus. I'm not gonna have to like <laughs> yell at you guys. But but just accept that I'm this guy because I'm not going anywhere. Right. Cool. Then SmackDown, he opens it up, says it again in the most <laughs> stiff way possible. <laughs> Somehow, like Kevin, a guy like Kevin Owens can say KO Mania a million times, yeah. which I don't even like that much. Yeah, like, I don't even either. like the KO Mania thing, but it, he repeated it a million times. It doesn't even bother me because he knows how to deliver it in a way that's, like, slick, that feels like it's within new stuff. Right. Or within, like, and it, it actually fits what he's saying, as opposed to the only thing he's saying with filler on each end of it. And so he repeated it again on Raw. Well, Roman feels like the guy who literally they hand him the script. He goes, "What is it?" And then he like tries to memorize three yeah. sentences verbatim, and he's like doing it in the mirror over and over and over again. He's like, "Does this sound right?" Does this like he doesn't? He's no. not necessarily a natural talker. Yeah, and and you can get him on like bad days and worse days. Essentially, yeah, yeah, like yeah. sometimes he's fine, and then sometimes you're like, "Oh, Roman." I know. So do you, Roman Reigns, AJ Lee, you excited for AJ that? Styles. AJ Lee. No, 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 no. It's, it's been switched. AJ, oh, Lee, AJ Lee's a woman. She's back? Yeah, AJ's back, okay, and CM cool. Punk is going to interrupt. And No, but so AJ Styles, uh, which uh, I really hate that name, AJ Styles. AJ Styles? I've never liked it. AJ Styles? If we break it down, yeah, it's a little weird. I, I just don't even think about it, but yeah. You, you know, I like him. I like, like I like him. I'm into it. I like him. Yeah, I like him. I, I've all you know. I, I I wouldn't say I'm always a fan of him, but I used to watch him like he's X Division, AJ Styles, yeah. and stuff. It's like a name of like a 17 year old skateboarder, yeah, or something. Like but a it's his name. Kid. It's like same thing as CM Punk, right? Like I don't like that name either, but I yeah. like CM Punk, right? So AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, are you excited for that match of Payback? Yeah, I mean that's gonna be good. Yeah. Like when you put him in a, with there with a good guy, like it's always. I think Reigns can sell, especially with a guy that size. Yes, he's gonna be able to like lift him. And do his what he probably has AJ. I can't even think of moves Roman Reigns has besides the punch. <laughs> he does that one. This 
got, he's got like that, a back that, suplex. Yeah. He's got, uh, I think he does Samoan a Samoan drop a little. Yeah, he does a Samoan drop because he's got that heritage. I think everybody who's yeah, Samoan yeah, yeah. has to do a Samoan drop. It's Yeah, it's, it's mandatory. Uh, he's got a headlock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. He just doesn't have that interesting of a moveset, but he's, he's, he's a good worker. He's a good it's worker. True. He puts, yeah, so like him like him versus Zaro before Zaro got hurt. Amazing match. Yeah, 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 A lot of it has to do with Zaro, but he like hung in there and like he's good. Cesaro's amazing. So Cesaro comes back. Cesaro versus uh, uh, who, who do you Miz? Think? Oh yeah, no. Yeah, or Owens. Owens, last Owens night. Yeah, but that Owens. establishes Cesaro versus Miz at payback for the IC belt, which yeah. they just taken Zack Ryder out of the equation entirely. Oh, poor which Zach. is like I don't know. I almost feel worse for him than if this never happened. Yeah, because he had hope probably. Why? Why wouldn't he just double down on him? Everyone was chanting. I, I don't know. Something. No one well, has at least make his this. rematch at payback, right? Yeah, right. Like, at least give him a match, but they did it on SmackDown, and he lost, and that was it. They've truly buried him for good, I think. Vince, it must be a thing where Vince must hate him. Like, he must hate him like Vince hates Jim Ross or something. Like, there's this hatred, and, like, he wants to just constantly. Well, it seems like he hated WrestleMania because he doesn't, like, nothing that happened at WrestleMania had any consequence. Right. It's such a reset button in his mind. Which is so dumb because you have all this story. Like, you have yeah, Zack Ryder overcoming that odds. You had his dad there. It was like, let's follow this. Have his dad right. be there. Like, his, yeah, his dad manages him or something and, like, goes on a couple months. Why go months. back to The Miz just to bring Maurice back? I have no idea. I don't, it doesn't. It, I didn't like him. her when she was a wrestler. I don't like her now. Yeah, feud him with, feud him with The Miz for two months and see what happens. Like, like the momentum, it's just wasting momentum. That's what I don't think he knows or cares about. Yeah. It's like, just like, there's some positivity and goodwill here. And now it's just gone. And he's back to it's main so event. We knew Zach. We were on the podcast. We all knew Zach Ryder was going to drop it on Monday. But that's I was yeah. Hoping, we all said it when we were yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping that was not the case, though. Yeah, but no. But at least give him that rematch. He earns that pay per view spot, and he's over enough where it's good. But now you have all right. So you have Cesaro. It's cool because go to Cesaro. And Cesaro right. is awesome. How do you feel about Cesaro's new uh, suit and tie? <laughs> His new breakaway suit and tie. I feel like it's <laughs> it's only because of him that I like it. It's dumb. It's so dumb. It. How does it fit that what, at all? Why was that a good plan? Did you see they have like the James Bond like gun circle behind him now? Yeah. So it's like I don't know if they had that last week. I don't remember. No, they had it this week. They just yeah. yeah. So like he's now that I think Vince thinks he's like James Bond because I think he saw him in a suit once and he was like, oh, that's a handsome man in a suit and like that's what he thinks. But it's it's weird. I only like it because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. But it's dumb. It's a very dumb like the breakaway suit. Like, he's Superman, I guess, well, but, so like, as... Cesaro is an interesting case. He's probably the most... He's arguably the, one of the most talented guys in the company. Right. He's arguably the most talented guy in the Ar- company. Yeah. You could argue it, and I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't mm-hmm. argue against it. When I saw him at Hell in the Cell, he did a match. It was him, Ziggler, and Neville. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. It was, like, was the there. kickoff show. Yep. And uh, he, like, won the crowd in a way that I hadn't seen in a long time. He, yeah, he's, like... There's, like, this weird, like, kind Doing of... Doing the uppercuts con- around the ring. Oh, I love that. That's and it the greatest. Was, it was the European uppercuts, and yeah, he does feel like sort of like he doesn't care about dying too. Like there's a he like when he, if you see him do a suicide dive, he looks like he's gonna kill himself every time. And sometimes when he yeah. flips, does that flip over the ring, it's so reckless. Yeah, but he seems like he's indestructible. Like there's a the feeling you get when you watch him that he's like I'm fi-, like ah. Well, they like, say he's the strongest guy in the company, right? Yep. Is that true? Yeah, he I've seems he, strong. Yeah, I've heard that he's the strongest guy. Like he. That he's actually the strongest. I believe guy. it because he does the deadlift uh, suplex off the. When the that guys, is amazing. It's amazing. He seems like I guess what I'm saying. He's like seems like Hercules or something. Like, yeah. Where he's like ha ha ha. I'm the strongest. Like he seems indestructible. He has this weird confidence about him. Yeah. He's a good, very good looking guy. So what would you do? Uh, 
Well, you, you just threw me off by saying he's a good-looking guy. He is a good-looking guy. How do you feel about his? Uh, when he when I first started watching him, he had the uh, you know like the Larry David horseshoe because he's bald man. Yes, yes. He had the Larry David horseshoe, right? And then he started sh- bicking it. And I wish he would go back to having a little. You like the horseshoe? <laughs> I liked it. I felt like it fit him because he's like a weird European. <laughs> like I felt like it fit him to not even. I think it's so funny. There was a whole, you know, the whole seventies and like eighties was a whole era of not acknowledging that you don't have hair on your head. Right. It's like you grow up the sides like you have hair on the top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of symmetry was like out the window entirely in, right. in that time period. Like oh, like Friday's it took a long Larry time for David. people to realize like. Why not just shave it all? Like, that would look even. Yeah. And then that would be a look. It's an obligatory look, but, it, it, you know? Uh-huh. Like, Telly Savalas, I feel like, had always bicked it, right? Like, that was an older celebrity. Some guys did Some it. Some guys did it, but most guys had just had the big poof kind of going around. Right, or the or like a hard comb. Well, Hogan is a guy I've never understood well, why Hogan's he didn't another beast. just shave his head. Because he had, Hogan is, that like especially when his hair would get wet, I don't know if, if you ever watched the Bozo show growing up. There was a character on the no. Bozo show called, he's a clown. I mean- the clowns would have that same thing. Oh, where right. It would be just the, the the weird, like, stringy hair hanging off yeah, the yeah, head, yeah, but they yeah, were yeah. bald. Hogan had the same thing, and I go, well, why does he just cut, either cut it or shave it? It looks weird. Well, Hogan's another beast. I, I mean, know. Hogan, I mean, God, we talk about Hogan forever, but Hogan, I describe Hogan's hairstyle as <laughs> bandana. Because yeah. Hogan was in court. Like with a dress bandana, he wore that bandana <laughs> to court. That's a whole other level of commitment <laughs> to your look. Where it's like, if you will go to court wearing a bandana, your hair is bandana. Yeah, this is that's a guy true. you've you. When have you? The last time you saw Hogan without a bandana was when uh, a starcade. Yeah, <laughs> like when, so right <laughs> when he wrestles and it falls <laughs> off. Right, right. Hulk Hogan. Me and my friends have have proof. He has bandanas that have hair connected to it. Really? Yeah. When he was hosting American Gladiators for a little bit, he had to wear a bandana that had, like, because it, it looked like doll hair. It was, like, perfect <laughs> blonde, perfectly You're like a weave in doll there. hair that was connected to it. So he had, like, a thick, full <laughs> set. <laughs> so, like, I, I describe his hair as bandana. Wow. So he's not a bald man. He's a bandana Sorry. man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so get it straight. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, so uh, Cesaro. So I uh, like the. I, he should shave his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Cesaro is a good-looking guy, and he's yes. in great shape. He's so he's like a. So statue. what would you do with Cesaro? Because all right, so Vince Cesaro is so interesting. I'm saying he's the most one of the most talented guys in the company. Cesaro, Vince been on that Stone Cold podcast, and Stone Cold's a big Cesaro uh, fan, and he mm-hmm. was like, "What's up with what about Cesaro?" And Vince was like, "He's missing something. He's missing that X factor." So we know from Vince's mouth that he's like trying to figure out how to push Cesaro over. How do you do it? For me, I think Cesaro, the way it puts Cesaro over is you take out the frills and he's just a good wrestler. You kind of give him like that revival gimmick, what they got going on at NXT, like Dawson and Dash or whatever, where you're like, he's just good at wrestling. Yeah, and let him win. You got to let him win for a while. You got to, because that's the thing. You give him like the Goldberg kind of thing where he's just like unstoppable. And like you can give him matches, like you, because every time he has a long match, he gets over extra. Like there's an extra percentage that he got over because everyone's so excited. All the moves he added a move he hasn't done it yet. He added a move. Did you see him in that Roman Reigns match months ago where he cartwheeled off the top rope using the rope? He was sitting on the top rope. He turned like this, cartwheeled off using the top rope, and went down. And went, I've never seen that, but like, like he constantly no, does stuff like that. that. I mean, That's, I did see it, but it's not staying. It's an incredible move. Cartwheels are for sissies. I've but, never. But when uh, I, when he's sitting on the top rope, no, no, that's that sounds awesome. 
what would you if you had the fantasy book Cesaro? Not not match wise, just uh, gimmick wise. What would you do with him? Because I don't think this get bond thing is a good idea. I think it's pretty corny to me. I don't like him coming out in the sunglasses. I don't like this. I don't like his taunt. The like the ta- I'm fine with the taunt. I would put him in a suit backstage. I would put him in a suit if he's doing a promo. Yeah, of course. Put him in the suit. He looks good in the suit. suit is the like ripoff suit a clip is on weird. Tie. Yeah, it's, it's like the, a full clip. It's on a stripper, top. by the way. It's just yeah, a stripper stri- thing. Oh, it is. A it's stripper like oh, the business, yeah, yeah, yeah. the businessman is here. <laughs> just kidding. I'm a pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would, I would book him. I would book him in these long matches, especially like I don't want him necessarily against Kane in the Big Show. I book him in these long matches. He gets over by the end, wins Intercontinental Championship, is doing the Cena thing, maybe challenging guys, win, win, win. Finally, you build up whoever the heel is to be the world champion and do it over six months, do it over a year where Cesaro's just killing everybody and then put him as Intercontinental Champion up against whoever the heel world champion is and the yeah. fans will go nuts. Yeah, yeah. Because you just have to get a guy's momentum by winning a lot and pushing him because no one gets pushed anymore except if you're Cena or Brock. Right. You push the guy, let him have these long matches is where he shines. Let him do all the cool he does he busts out new moves all the time. He has that springboard. I know he's been doing it for a while. He's that springboard uppercut thing that just yeah. I go crazy when he does it. Yeah. It's the greatest. He he's awesome. He's like kind of the perfect mix of like indie wrestler and like classic WWE wrestler right. where he's doing moves that appease the the fans, but he also he also just feels like how a main event wrestler could wrestle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Like it's it's like he feels like a heavyweight contender. Like, he yeah. has that, like, he looks Rock, apart. Austin, yes. you know? Yes, I think he's in But I don't think, I think the thing is, like, Vince likes to think that he can kind of the mic, baby. get a guy, but he can't, like... Without the mic, you cannot be... Well, you can't guy. be the next level guy. Except if you're Roman Reigns for some reason. Except but he's not Roman. really. He's just getting the company push. Yeah. But I mean, like, Cesaro, no one's accepting him as the guy. I think you just got to figure out because, like, Heyman would do this in ECW, and I know that's a different animal. But Heyman would go like, "Oh, this guy can't talk very well. We won't have him talk. He'll just be like, he'll just be a killer. He'll just be yeah. Come, uh, New Jack could talk, but like, he'll just come out hit guys with a toaster. Yeah, and like, you just have to figure out. Okay, this guy's probably like, guy's thirty six years old. I don't know that he's ever going to be able to like seamlessly do an amazing promo after right. that. It's not going to happen. So let's figure, let's just not have him talk. Right. That's fine. Roman should not talk that much. And no. he would just be kind of this silent, like, he should sort well, of be now, like. He, he, the thing with Roman is that he can't speak at all. <laughs> yeah. like domin- I just say, Roman Reigns dominates my podcast. He dominates wrestling. It's fascinating. He dominates my podcast. Because it is, what's going on is so fascinating. Yeah. And they think, look, it worked for Cena. They pushed Cena hard, but Cena was so much better. Yeah. And Cena C- was like, un- it, look, when, when people's back were. You know, be like, oh, you know, fuck Cena. Cena sucks. But then you're like, hey, Cena's pretty good. Right. Yes. I think that's, yeah. Every, and maybe that'll happen in 10 years with Roman where we go, well, Roman, you know, I guess he should. It, could, it could happen. It really but could. I, he I aesthetically know. is a gorgeous man. He is good. I, I mean, everyone. This guy is beautiful. He is. Alexis, look, at, look up this guy. Look up a guy, Roman oh, Reigns. Roman Reigns. Have you ever yeah. seen Roman Reigns? Look up this guy. Mike, and you tell me if this guy looks like he could be the head of a, the company. He look, Does he have the look? My. My girlfriend's sister. You look like yeah. a little bit. Well, that's that sounds like that's good, right? That, yeah, <laughs> but like I, yeah, like, uh, looks like Orlando the Bloom. Lord of the Rings character. He doesn't yeah. look like a troll or something. No, he looks like a theory. What? Well, whatever his name is. Oh, was. the Legolos. Legolos. No, what is it called? Yeah, yeah. Legolos is is Orlando Bloom. It is like okay. Aragon. 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 Yeah. So, all right. You mean the main character of a huge blockbuster? Yeah. It's exactly what they that's want what from they want. him. That's exactly what he looks like. It's Vince and Kevin Dunn, and Vince and Kevin Dunn are very big on looks. They're very big on then type what, and looks. How do they not understand that he should be in undies? 
How do they not yeah, understand? I, that I think he should be wearing he should underwear be wearing wrestling too. trunks. That, like when when Triple H, who's forty five years old, goes out there and looks amazing in trunks, and this guy comes out in a bulletproof vest and he's supposed to be the good guy. I have and, I have a theory that his physique isn't that good. Uh oh, theories galore. Someone else said that they think he has kind of like a classic Samoan. I think he's uh, yeah, he's like he's in good shape. He's a guy in great shape, but like you were looking for that like pop or whatever, like a like a Triple H, like a Neville. Yeah, I'm looking for like male porn star. Yeah, like looking- just a little bit extra. Like Dean doesn't have that. That's why Dean no. has a tank on or whatever. But yeah, I, that's my theory on Roman. But also, they still are obsessed with giving him that. I think get rid of the shield music. Get rid of the. I know he doesn't oh, come yeah, to the yeah. crowd. All Thank that God stuff he doesn't like come from the bogs him down. And the vest too, like they were just like, here's all the gimmicks you guys like from this. Keep it on okay, this guy. Fine. But can I talk to you about something? Yes. The shield. Yeah. Three guys came out of the shield. Yeah. Who's the most successful of the three of them? Uh, Seth Rollins, probably. Seth Rollins yeah. with the crowd and everything. Yes, everything. He's the only guy with his shirt off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's it? That's a hundred percent what it is. It's all about pectorals. <laughs> it's all about seeing nipple. We all just want to see nips. Uh, I mean, I, I think there is something to it. I think there is something, there is something, I don't know, I want to say primal, where you're like, <laughs> all right, you want to be the man? You got to look like the man. Woo, you know? Yeah. I mean, who's the, uh, Foley's the guy who maybe got over the most with the shirt on. Taker's always look, sort of worn a shirt. Be, yeah, okay. Taker's seven foot tall. Yeah. Right? He's a scary so, guy. He's scary. Kane. So he's seven, he's huge. That'll always work. B- big show in his prime, you're never like, you're like, oh, okay, this guy could be in the main event. Like, he's uh-huh. that big, like, whatever. You get it. I mean, now he's, like, so over the hill, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, Triple H made the switch from pants to undies when he wanted mm-hmm. to go big time. Chris Jericho made the switch from pants to undies when he wanted to go big time. There, is, You know what I mean? Like, you have to look, like, a, a certain way that it's for our brains. It's under. It's subconscious. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not yeah. exceptions to it. But what I'm saying is that when you're Roman Reigns, you can't get away with dressing like a jobber. Well, I my yeah, I I think that that's Disagree. not a, right. I'll take it. Well, no, it's not that I I I agree with somewhat of what you're saying. I think just with the Roman Reigns thing, the problem I have mostly with is they're just trying to hang his hat on the old stuff that people like. Yeah, it's also it's just tired. like you're dressing him up, and it's. I old. thought at Mania, me we sat there and we were like, I thought at Mania he was going to come out in a different costume. I've been hoping he d- did that for months and months with new music, like some like a little more because also without the shield, it's like it's the most like lumbering. Da-na-na. Jenna, well, it also started Jenna, with the Sierra. Who, Jenna, like, Jenna, like, it had yes. that cool thing where it, it set it up, and you're like, where are they going to come from? Like, it, it's lost all that energy. It's lost all of it, and now it's just literally like, here's a boring song for that boring guy, and he comes out. So, like, I do think he should go shirtless. I don't know. It's completely because I think he needs, like, there's You a, think he's not? I, we've we've Googled what he looks like with no shirt. He looks pretty good. Does is there, it exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah he all looks right, pretty good. We've Googled it. it, but I don't know. These pictures, I, I think, are pretty old. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like he's on the road. Does I don't he know have the Rock Peck thing, where like he has fatty pecs. <laughs> Remember I, that? Yeah, the Rock has fatty pecs, but you get get surgery he, done, he right? Surgery, he got a, yeah. just got a nose job, right? Yeah, the nose Didn't job. You just get a, yeah, you well, just he got had a devi- nose job. deviated septum. Yeah, deviated. Look, every Jewish girl in my high school said they had a deviated septum. Sure. They got a nose job because they're rich. Oh, yeah, That's why they got a nose good. job. I'm Jewish. I'm allowed to say this. Yeah, and I a lot of pictures of him. Um. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, he looks he looks good, right? 
There's a picture. Also, if you <laughs> this is something we discovered. If you Google Roman Reigns shirtless, you get all gay porn. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> this is next level. That's someone with Roman Reigns making it's, love it's to a, another. It's Roman Rollins. Reigns. Oh, that's Rollins. It's, there's a there's a Rollins. There's a lot Roman of shield gay porn out gay there, porn, which yeah. is very odd. <laughs> it is very odd. It makes is total, it odd? Okay, it, I was going to say it's, it's not that odd. It's not. Yeah, because it really. Oh my, it's a fake nude photo of Randy Orton. Uh, you don't think it's that? Why do you not think it's odd? Because this is such a, uh, for lack because of a better, it's a gay wrestling. sport. It's like a big gay sport. It's pretty homoerotic to begin with. 100%. I disagree. I think it's super straight. <laughs> yeah, okay. I fast forward through the girls' matches. Whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's your point? What's your point is that when there's not men on the screen, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. When there's beautiful tens out of tens on the screen. Yeah, boring. perfect physiques. I'm like, ugh, get this. Yeah. But then the guys come out with a shirt on and you're just fucking mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I'm real into Sasha Banks. She's great. Sasha Banks is. But I'm a lot of why I'm into her is because she's all, she, a good wrestler. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, if she was just nothing to look do with that way, yeah. and because she is a beautiful woman, but if she just looked like that and wasn't a good wrestler, I wouldn't be. I'm very into the integrity of professional wrestling. Yeah, which, I am too. Which is important. So this, there's a tag team tournament going on. Yes, I love a I love a tournament. I'm a sucker. I love that you said that. Yeah, I'm a, such a sucker for a tournament. Mm-hmm. The stakes of tournaments work so hard to me. People hated that tournament they did for the title when Seth Rollins left, and I was like, oh, I love this because it's a tournament. Yeah, that was great. Even though it's a predictable tournament, I was like, but I my brain is like, oh, tournament, tournament. Well, I like, love tournament structure. I love the stakes of tournament. Yeah, it's a, winning it's a, a tournament is so awesome. You know where it's going. It's a narrative. I mean, it's a thing in sports. Obviously, March Madness. Why people like that? Like, it's fun. That bracket is fun, isn't it? Why fun to see that bracket. Why do they not have brackets? Like, why do they not have a pay per view that is like old school Survivor Series where well, they, you're like, oh, this you start out the night. The whole pay per view is a tournament, and then it ends in the winner. Like, why not do that? Yeah, well, they sort of do. Didn't they do King of the Ring on the network last year or something? They do like they, kind of half assed it. They kind of do it. They'll have got. They kind of do it. There was a bra- I saw the bracket on Instagram this morning for the tournament. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Show that bracket more. Are the Bullet Club guys in there? Gallows? They're not. They're not in it. They're not in the tournament. Which is in. It was so what do you know about these guys? One of them is Festus. Yes, one of them is Festus, which is wild. Uh yeah they're the yeah so Gallows and Anderson uh, are Did from you watch New, them Japan. In New Japan I've seen a little I wish yeah. I was a bigger fan it's sort of more of almost the idea of them coming because the Bullet Club have you talked about the Bullet, Bullet Club is a uh, is yeah. like pretty much a stable of white guys of American guys that are in New Japan yeah they just and, did like send ups to NWO yeah they're like DX and NWO they're and it's combined. a new version of it and they have a cool shirt that's well, almost so here, all of it here's the deal me and all my friends. All have Bullet Club shirts. Yeah, yeah. We wear Bullet Club shirts. (laughs) We bumped into you at NXT all wearing Bullet Club Uh shirts uh, uh, last year in San Jose. Right. Right? And uh, I don't know anything about Bullet Club. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the shirt is awesome. Which, by the way, I encourage. I encourage everybody to be a fake fan. It's fake wrestling. It's fake fun. Jump on board. Buy the shirt. Get into it. I don't think we need like yeah. We don't need to be pretentious about wrestling. We should be all encompassing. Yeah, and it, but it's the idea of the Bullet Club. It's just like you see the shirt and it's cool, and that's fine. That's enough. Like you just know that there's this faction in Japan that's cool. That's really all you need to know. And it like it it feels like DX or NWO or something. And I feel like I know enough. I heard rumblings of them forever. Right. And then started looking up who they are. And then now Finn's been in WWE for a long time. Yep. So I've been following Finn, and then I know AJ Styles forever. And AJ, AJ used to lead the Bullet Club. Right. And he got taken out by Kenny Omega on the way out. Now Kenny Omega is the leader of the Bullet Club. And Kenny Omega... Is Bullet Club still going? Yeah, it's Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and then a couple other guys, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they're still doing it. 
They're, they're trying to get young bucks like all the time, right? Yeah, I think they. I don't know. I'm not sure how because I know they made they made people mad that they blew off Booker T is the story or something like that. Right. Like years ago, I assume I assume they'll all be there eventually. Kenny Omega, by the way, is incredible. I've seen him at PWG a handful of times. Yeah. He's he go on the internet also and see him wrestle no one. He wrestles an invisible wrestler in Japan. There's what? this weird wrestling league where like a mannequin was champion or a blow up doll was champion for a yeah. while. It's like very surreal. But Kenny Omega has like a two and a half, three star match with no one. It's crazy. But he can he's like one of the most versatile guys I've ever seen live. He can work technical, he can do high spots, he can also be dumb, like do like weird meta crap. Yeah. And it all seamlessly works in one match. He's like maybe the best guy I've ever seen live as far as Indian. Wow, guys. I'm gonna uh, I will uh I'm, um, I'm gonna check that out. He better not be as bad as Shinsuke, but uh no, you. I think you would like. You better not be a like letdown that all you indie fans, <laughs> all you indie guys, were like, "You gotta check out Shinsuke. He's like Michael Jackson, except he does nothing that Michael right, Jackson Michael does, Jackson. and then he has the style of Michael Jackson. If Michael Jackson was blind, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come around. All right, I will. But so these guys uh, debuted, and uh, one, um, they, no one knows if they're Bullet Club related. I imagine they will do Bullet. They will. Well, they have because Balor's been using the he's been calling himself Balor Club. the Balor Club, but now it seems like he's going to stick around in NXT and they debut these guys on the main roster. So there's the AJ connection there, but then they have the Balor connection down in NXT. Yeah, do you think at payback they come save him or well, what? I hope they're not in the tournament. What I hope is that they they team up with AJ. AJ fully like turns heel, and then he gets the shield. Roman gets the shield back together, right? And then it's three on three. It's Bullet Club versus Shield like all summer in those. Because one of my favorite things was when Shield was versus Evolution, and then the Wyatts like two years ago. Yeah, those were amazing, man. Those were so fun. Yeah, that stuff was awesome. So I'm hoping they I mean, can Bray sort of Wyatt recapture is... that stuff. They got to give Bray Wyatt the championship belt. We got to talk about Bray. I have a lot of thoughts on Bray from uh, last yeah, night well, too. Who do you think's winning this tournament? And then then we'll get into Bray because Bray will take so much time. I would love it if Enzo and Cass won. I think they should. I think Enzo and Cass are amazing. They are I'm, amazing. I'm, we, you know, Enzo Cass debuted. We, we didn't even talk about them at all. I mean, because in my mind, they've been in the company already for a long time. I also think Cass has a lot of potential because just his size. Yes. Of being like. He's the guy. Like, he's a guy that Vince He's like a he's he's seven huge. foot tall. and Seven foot tall. And he had connected to Enzo, who could be his manager. Yes. Eventually. Because yes. as a tag team, do we need them as a tag team? Or are we better off having Enzo do the talking and I, then. I think Cass needs a little bit more time to be a little more comfortable. Yeah, I'm just talking down the line. So down the line, I think that's not a bad idea because, like, Cass is a better wrestler than Enzo is. But Enzo, Enzo's the best character that's been on the roster in, I don't know. That guy like, is. He's a throwback to, like. Charisma the, incarnate. Yeah. And, like, uh, no one's got as much. He's funny. Like, he's funny. And so I was reading. Look this guy up, Enzo. Brandon Stroud's column. Look, this guy, look at Enzo Amore. Look him up. And uh, he looks like a. My friend showed me a picture of the way he debuted. She, my friend showed me like this Japanese chicken, <laughs> and this he it was like the best call ever. He looks exactly right. like he has like a poof, like a like a white poof yeah. in his head. And he's oh my god! He said I got uh, he he said I'm gonna drop you like a deuce. I mean I loved it. He's <laughs> he so called funny. Devon Devon last night, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really funny. Put your lazy eye back to work. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That he's the gift of gab and the gift of jab. <laughs> his catchphrases are good. He seems I'm sure he writes those jokes out, but it seems like he can ad lib. It seems like he has great catchphrases. Like he has everything on the mic that you like. Seamless. Like Austin had catchphrases, but Austin was pretty loose and could be pretty funny and yeah, could yeah. be pretty intense. And Enzo's got all of it. And there hasn't been a guy on the mic in years. I mean, Owens is really good. Well, I mean, but Owens isn't as explosive. Owens is not as good as Enzo on the mic. Well, Enzo is Enzo is special. 
Bray Wyatt, yes. I would argue, has the same level of skills, but he's not yes. doing the same thing. And there's not the... I don't know that he has the variation. I don't know that Bray can, like, sort of verbally spar very well. Like, he's very good when he's sort of in his own thing, which yeah. he's been doing the same thing for three years straight, but yeah. whatever. So it's going to be exciting for them. They're awesome. They they debuted. I was there at Raw last week. They were so over. Yeah. I've never seen a debut where people... Like knew the catch for his his spiel is like pretty complicated. I mean, I know it really well. Ten catchphrases, yeah, yeah. But the audience was like knew it. Do you see what he looks like? Is that a handsome man? (laughs) (laughs) Would you bring that guy home? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I meant to your parents, but I mean, would you bring him home at all? I don't think I want that guy in my apartment. He's the most extreme look. It's like he's like ten hipsters in one. Like all yeah. take all their gimmicks, every piercing, every tattoo, every hairstyle you could imagine, and then throw <laughs> Skrillex in also, uh, who I was standing next to yesterday at a stoplight. Really? Yeah, I was like, this guy looks like Skrillex, and he's with like five girls who are mm-hmm. four 19? feet taller than him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this this guy looks annoying. He must be Skrillex. <laughs> uh, good for him. Anyway. Skrillex should wrestle. Yeah, he great. was dressed like he was like I, I have a wrestling gimmick. Yeah, I think th- that could probably happen. There should have a Skrillex character. I guess what it's was, uh, Enzo... Machine Gun. He could wrestle Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> we got a power bomb through a table by yeah uh, Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah. All right. So cool. Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Like lot. let's spew. Let's well, get so Bray Wyatt. I first I'm gonna brag because I I listen to Jim Ross's podcast almost every week, and it is great and terrible. And it's like everything because he he's very boring. Ain't the same and dinner uh, restaurant as him, WrestleMania on NXT night. It's my dream to uh, go to a steak dinner with him and have him just bore me with stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a dream. Of mine. so anyway, he's been saying for maybe two years straight. Well, oh, uh, actually, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, again. it's okay. I interrupt you twice, but I think Jensen. Yes, said that you update him on Jr's podcast. Yes, I do. Yes, on on like specifics about it. I can do. A, I mean, I can do a lot of material on it because he does. He does ads for things yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He does like Burger King croissant which ads, right? And he also does. So Jim Ross, yeah, he's an announcer. He used to announce years ago, and his voice. Well, he sounds like this. This is sort of how Jim Ross talks. He, and he's recovering from cerebral palsy. Uh Bell's Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. So you get you get I'm bouts sorry. of Bell's palsy. It's okay. I just want to make out. him mad. So <laughs> so he has like I'm known as like a disease expert. Right. He has a speech effect where like he sort of talks like this and he's also like in his 60s now he's a southern guy and he does ads for a lot of like for the first time the first podcast ever he was doing an ad for an app called like the Big Game Hunter and he's like, "Well, uh you can shoot big game." I like that. And he'll like start to ad lib and he'll be like, "It's got Tons of animals to kill. Well, that ain't bad. And, like, it takes forever for him to get through this copy, and he clearly has no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. So, like, now— That's so funny. He, so he can't just read it. He has to, like— He has to ad lib. Little... So now he's gotten comfortable because he's been doing it for so long, and he'll do, like, an ad for, like, the a mattress or the Burger King croissant, which, and now he does impressions of wrestlers, and he weaves his impressions, which are also, like, two sentences long because he can't do them that much, into his Burger King croissant, which ads. So he'll be like— well, uh, you can get two flaky, buttery Burger King croissant witches for the price of one. What do you think about that, Stu Hart? And he's like, ah, wah, Jim, Jim, what do you mean? He's like, oh, careful, Stu. Well, what do you think about that, Terry? And then he does a Terry, and he'd be like, Jim, you egg-sucking dog. And he says that every time. That's his only impression of Terry. And then he does an impression of a guy named Jim Barnett, who was, I guess, an open, or not, a closeted gay promoter. 
And he goes, oh, my boy, my boy, you look wonderful. Your hair looks so good. And he does this all in a three-minute Burger King croissant which commercial. What? And it's unbelievable. Like, look at it. There's a, somebody took it out and just put it on YouTube. It's called Burger King croissant which Jim Ross commercial. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Insane. It's insane. And I'm he gonna, does. I'm gonna watch it right now. He does those impressions. He does those impressions all throughout. They're all the same. You egg sucking dog. That's all the only thing he has for Terry. But he says it all the time. And he also gets mad when people do impressions of him. But that's a different story. So anyway, Jim Ross has been well, saying for all the time. Like, bah, bah. I, the bah, that's the one everyone does. I like the his podcast though is like well, it's like this quieter Jim Ross where he's yeah. like really. So he's been talking anyway. He's been talking about. Bray Wyatt, he yeah. wants him to turn face. He wants him to turn face for months and months and he months. He kind of did on Raw. And he kind of did on Raw. And he's, he, he goes, like, I want him to, he should be a character baby face. He says character baby face. That's what he calls it. So last week I tweeted at Jim Ross. I go, Jim, it looks like Bray is finally going to be a character baby face. He retweeted me and he said, like, well, uh, like a, a cross-eyed rooster is right once in a while. Like something like some old yeah. colloquialism from the South. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, like I Classic got Jim Ross. Sooner. So finally, that's a long way around to this. Um, so yeah, it looks like Bray is a good guy, and he wrestled sort of like a good guy. Yeah, I loved it last night. There was like an extra fire yeah. to him and an excitement from the crowd. Yeah, that I, I mean, thought he hasn't had in in years. I mean, putting him alongside Roman well, Reigns, of course, like, that's a bummer, but is, is not my favorite. I don't really have a. a str- I mean, I'm, if you like it, that's great because that's probably going to be the popular opinion. I wouldn't say I dislike it or liked it. I just want. I Bray Wyatt is a face to me, regardless. He's well. I mean, he has existed in the weird, like, kind of middle space because right. the audience likes him with the lights and the phone, and we like his entrance and, like, so all of that's like that's that's a fair point. But like, he, I think he was wrestling differently last night. He's wrestling with more energy, and the audience loved. Like, the audience was really on board with it. I liked him sort of using his creepy stuff, but not quite in the like the really slow, like, uh, methodical way he yeah. was doing it. Yeah, but the hot, like, it was very, like, I don't know. I was just like, whoa. Like, I, I was bored during the main. I was like, oh, who gives a shit about this? Yeah. But then, like, he got the I never, tag. like, a tag team uh, main event. Like, a force. It's always just, like, a placeholder match. Yes. You know well, what I mean? that's what I thought it was, too. And I was like, well, I got to finish this because the podcast tomorrow. And and then he got the tag, and I was like, oh, that's it. I don't know. I just felt like yeah. I didn't love it like I loved the Sami Zayn match. But I went, oh, that's it. Like, that's fun. Like, no, I like it, seeing him like that. I totally agree that it is fun. That's cool. I'm I'm glad they're giving Bray's due. I like that mania where Rock kind of put Bray Wyatt over. Right. I mean, I guess ultimately, you know, it, him and Cena like took down the Wyatt family or whatever. So right. I was like, oh, okay. But it still was. I think it's very powerful for him to say in front of the biggest on the biggest stage of it all to be like, you got the goods, man. Like, yeah, everyone has their phones up. You have the like amazing charisma. I think that goes a really long way from right. the Rock. You know, right. and, and I he, think that that kind of was like, all right, finally he's getting his endorsement. But I mean, they buried him for two years straight, two years straight, two years uh, straight buried. It's the oddest thing in the world. It's the oddest thing in the world because he's a guy who should be the champion. Yes, a million times over. Like, yeah, he's, he's like the best guy they got, and it's an NX. Like it's a it's a create Triple H like his baby sort of. Yeah, NXT. I'm not sure. I'm not like, sure. What I'm not sure I don't know what he's also. I was listening to him on another podcast, and he was doing like an interview, and he was. Uh, he was just explaining his character in such a way where I was like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, why does it, I was like, you are, this character is amazing. And my brain was like reminded why he's so good because the product does not show me that. Right. Well, the, uh, he's only won a few with Ambrose, I think, in two years. That's yeah. the only guy he's beaten. That's when they were putting him over with Ambrose a little bit. And then they put him in, uh, in, in a program with Roman Reigns when designed him, to put he, Roman Reigns over. <laughs> he just, yeah, Roman made him look like crap. 
over and over just again. Just beat him up in front of us at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and then and he, then they had him in. He, he, he Undertaker should have put him over at Mania. Well, he should have put him, or or, the, or at least at Survivor Series, they yeah. beat the crap out of yeah. them for no like, like Kane, five minutes. Him? I don't understand that. It's also like it's also Undertaker's actually been a thorn in Story's side now that I'm thinking it back. Like he should have lost to Bray, but he probably refuses to lose. He should have lost to Shane if they wanted to have Shane r- right run Why, it. Yeah, like, find a way to have Shane win. His legacy, like, he lost already, so I understand Matt wanting to, like, lose the record now yeah. on Shane, but... The it, Undertaker booking this whole year has been really insane. It's like, let's pretend that this guy is still as strong as he's ever been, and it's like, he's so clearly 20 steps behind who he used to be. Right. we're just going to pretend that he's not. He, it's, he is yeah. in better shape than he was a couple of years ago, I do. No, he's like, in better shape than since he's he, still not. Since 29. He learned his right. lesson about 29. He came in ill-equipped. <laughs> yeah. For Mania, and then now has been working really hard to not have that happen again. But at the same time, he should just retire, and he should start putting younger guys over. He should start doing what... Look, say what you will about Jericho. He gets knocked on my podcast all the time for his pecs. And uh, <laughs> maybe he deserves it. Those are not pecs, but... He's got, uh, like, the enclave. Like I have the same thing. I have, like, an enclave. Like, a, my bone and my chest you're goes yourself inside. Out. This is audio form. Uh, I mean, I have this a This is audio form. He's, a, a, you have a great, he's one of the most prestigious sternums <laughs> I've ever sternum seen. sternum is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... Jericho is here to like is helping younger guys out. Big Show is a guy who helps younger guys out, right. puts them over. And look, they have to win. Jericho has to win every once in a while. Like I didn't mind that he wanted Mania because it's like Jericho needs to win. Or then what's the point of him? Right. He has to still be dangerous in some capacity. Right. I don't know why they're protect. Like but I Taker's like no, he's untouchable still, except to Brock. Right, and I get why like he has to lose. I get why Taker coming back a year later probably should beat Bray the first time. But then if there's like a rematch, which there sort of was at Survivor Series, why is why can't he lose to him? Yeah, I think it it's does- just because he. It's like that thing where he's not committing to retiring. So they're like, well, we got to keep him good. We got to keep him. So yeah, people are excited about him, and like, but everyone's gonna be excited. Yeah, should have retired at me. Excited yeah. about that him anyway. been his last match. He's. I've read rumors that he's saying that's his last match. With Shane. I saw that also, but then, but then he always comes back. He's always gonna, he'll be back at SummerSlam, and he should be back at SummerSlam. He should I wrestle. I bet my whole fortune on it. He should my whole least... podcast fortune. I would, I would, I would wage against Undertaker being back at, at WrestleMania. I think, I think for sure he'll wrestle Cena at WrestleMania. Okay, in Orlando, but when? Who knows? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm doing a whole like week of theme park. I'm a big yeah, theme park me too. guy. Will, will the because I'm hoping the Star Wars park will be open. It will that. not be open. I know no. that for a fact. That's going to be a I couple didn't years away. I want to look it up because I didn't want that. To Avatar be... Land won't even be open by then, which oh is opening next God. year. Avatar Land. You mentioned Avatar twice in two different contexts. Mm, that's true. You love. Avatar. I love Avatar. Sweet. I love. Any. Uh, 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 yeah. So we'll, we'll wrap this up. Any last thoughts about like anything we didn't cover that is in your brain about wrestling? Don't worry about going over. I want to make sure we get to your, we crack your your nut here. Yeah, I mean, I think what's great, I think the the uh, raw is in a good spot right now. If it continues, I do think like if you're looking to like grow the business, I don't know, we're not on the track to do that. Like I I what what I'm seeing on raw is what I want. Yeah, but and we were talking about this. Like they've got us though as far as wrestling fans. Like I do wonder still what's gonna be the thing that makes wrestling big again. Like. Attitude Era or Rock and Wrestling Hogan Era big again because I don't know I don't see that coming. Maybe Enzo is the closest thing I go. Well, like I think that you can't force it. You can't force. it. I think it. that you have to push your big talents. The people are over. You have to say like right now, Kevin Owens is when when he his music hits, they're going nuts. Right. Sami Zayn has the ability to carry a match 
he's not as over with the crowd yet, but he has the ability to carry a match that like no one else in the company has. Right. So, and these are young guys, and they're not that young actually. They're not that young, but they're young to a WWE. Yeah. And you have to just play the cards that you got, and then right. hope that one of them becomes like a CM Punk star. Right. Whatever. Like you can't. It's like you can't be. You can't force these wrestlers. Like Roman no, Reigns yeah. is a failed experiment. <laughs> Yes. He's a failed experiment to be over with the fans. And, like, I don't know what is, I don't know if it'll work. Maybe it will work. But I know that you can't have more than one Roman Reigns at a time. You can't have more than one guy you're going to shove down our throats. Right. Or else you're going to just start losing people. Right. Although Especially not really because apparently we don't go away for anything. No, no, no. We're not going to go away for good. But we might skip Raws. And they yeah. are worried about those ratings. Look, when Seth Rollins comes back, I think the company's going to be in really good shape. Well, the roster is insane. Yeah, it's insane if you if add up all the NXT people. So like, think about who could be at WrestleMania next year, including like this is all the, time the guys. To start building them, and then the cruiserweight thing coming up, which yeah. I'm so excited about. What's going on with the cruiserweight? There, there's a 32 man tournament on the I network this summer. That. Really? No, they're doing a 32 man cruiserweight tournament on the WWE Network, and it's indie guys. It's not guys that are even signed. So there's guys like now current PWG champion Zack Saber Jr., who's like this skinny yeah, English guy. He's in it. Like he's definitely going far yeah. in the tournament. Uh, uh, Tazawa, I forget his first, uh, I forget his first name. He's really good. He's a PWG. Uh, other guys, there's tons of guys. They're going to put like Johnny Gargano, yeah. who have already been wrestling. Yeah, and, yeah I've seen him. He's, uh, he's NXT dude. And Rich Swan, who they signed. Yeah. And a guy, I forget, the guy's name was Biff Busick, but now I'm yeah. blanking with well, Gerard. This, like, this feels like all Triple H stuff. Yeah, it is Triple H, it's absolutely. Like Triple but H it's H so great. It's a tournament. Number one, it's a tournament. Once he takes over, it's going to be, the wrestling's going to be a great place. I think it is. I think so. He really knows what he's doing. He Yeah, he knows how to book a really good show for wrestling fans. And he's such a wrestling fan in a way that I don't think Vince is. 100%. Vince, Vince is, is like never a guy who, like, I'm wrestling. the head of this company. He's a great company man, but he's not. He's, it feels like he's not a wrestling guy. Yeah, Triple H is a wrestler. 100%. And he's, like, a real company. Like, I'm in it. This is my blood. He called it his religion. Remember that? He cut yes. that promo where Roman Reigns, he was like, this is my religion. And right. I was like, that felt good. Yeah, I would say that's true. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's good. Exciting I mean, time. I think we're in a, it's an exciting time. I think we're building new stars. That's yeah. Well, I think if we had to summarize what's going on right now, we're building new talent. And if anybody thinks like, oh man, there's no one. I'm not seeing Batista, and I don't like it. Then turn this thing off. Right. Go watch something else. You know. But y- fuck that. If you we're in this awesome time where we're getting these these guys who are getting their due are getting their due, and they're hungry for it, and it's time. It's time. And you can't start a revolution. You know, without just starting it. That's right. I don't know. It takes I mean, time to build that's it. That's one of the most profound things ever said. You cannot, just quote me on this, Alexis, write this down. You can't start a revolution without starting it. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. No, don't steal that. I won't steal it. Okay. Sweet. Uh, Mike, how do we find you on social media? Um, I'm at Fat Carlson, P H A T C A R L S O N, and Twitter and everything else. That is my backyard wrestling name when I was 16, oh, 17. Oh, yeah, we did not get into that. We, yeah, will, we didn't we'll, even talk. Yeah, we'll do that next we'll, time. Yeah, we'll get it next time. We're going we're gonna to have more people on the podcast. We'll, uh, we'll, we will. Those videos are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, did, we got so caught up in uh, WB, which is great. It's yeah. exciting. I have hours of footage good. of me in the backyard. I know. and I saw some of it. It's very good. <laughs> uh, okay, well, hey, thanks for listening. Um, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter is dblack, at dblackattack. Don't forget the ad sign. That's very important for social media, I'm being told. Yeah? Uh, and uh, feel free to, if you got opinions, send them in. We're going to start reading uh, your opinions on the podcast and going through it and seeing how I feel about them. 
See if they're correct. Mm-hmm. If they don't align with my thoughts, that means they're they're incorrect. That's how this works. So the mm-hmm. the email is comediansofwrestling at gmail.com. Great. Alexis, anything you want to add? More body positivity. I guess we've been too too much body shame from my end. Is what I, I think it's your end because I was being very inclusive. I, mean. I, think. I look. I'm looking for a strong pectoral and a nice clean <laughs> abdomen. And look, I look great. So everyone else should look great. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.